0: Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. Today's podcast is going to be all about listeners' questions, and some of those questions have to do with, is there such a thing as too much protein? How can I stop or eliminate or lessen muscle soreness? Cheat meals, and we'll talk about all kinds of things as it relates to that. And active recovery, and is there a best way to do that? I have had several listener questions come in. And if you would like your questions answered on this podcast, please leave them for me on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash allaroundjoe. And you can just type the questions in there. You do not have to find the thread. And I will be sure to get those questions answered for you on one of the upcoming podcasts. In fact, I got enough questions by asking people on my Facebook page what questions they have to fuel probably two or three podcasts here. So we might just run with those because they're great questions. And if some of them are a lengthy enough question and answer for a whole podcast, I'll just do the whole podcast on that. But we'll get going right here and I'll work through the questions and we'll see how far we can get. But before I hop right into these listener questions, I want to make sure and mention my partners because the reason that I mention my partners is because if you go ahead and utilize these partners, there are certain situations where I get a kickback for that and it helps me to fund this podcast. Not only that... In all of the situations, partners that I work with, I've worked out partnerships where you get a discount as well if you put in my code. So it's a win-win situation. In fact, I always try and give up some of my commissions or or money that they pay me so that you can have a discount. That's the way that I set it up. Those are the only partners that I work with here because I think that that is important for you to get some sort of a discount for going and using the partners. All of that being said, these partnerships that I have are specific things that I use and utilize every single day, and in no way are they anything that I would not recommend and utilize myself. And if you ever have questions about them, you should always ask. So the first one that I want to mention is Perfect Amino from the company Body Health. Back when I was having issues with my adrenal fatigue, I realized that my body was not digesting proteins. And you you have a real hard time recovering from hard workouts if you're not digesting proteins because proteins are the building blocks for your muscles and when your muscles get broken down, they need protein. So if you don't have them, your body's not going to recover. So what I was recommended to do was to get a supplement called perfect amino the great thing about perfect amino is it doesn't require your body to digest these amino acids and just to step back for a second amino acids are the building blocks of proteins so you have to have amino acids to make proteins your body has essential and non-essential amino acids so this perfect amino supplement is going to give me the essential amino acids that my body needs in order to create protein And when taken in the right time, meaning that you don't have a bunch of stuff in your stomach, it will just get absorbed without the digestion process. And when that happens, your body is going to get all of these building blocks for proteins and recover really quickly. What I have noticed and what you should pay attention to if you're training hard is taking these perfect aminos on an empty stomach so that they can get absorbed quickly helps me to recover and have about 75% less muscle soreness. Than if I don't take them, I don't take a post-workout protein shake. This is my perfect amino regimen. I have it first thing in the morning. I take four or five pills. Then before lunch, 20 minutes before lunch, I take four or five pills. Then right before my workout, which is about two hours after lunch, I take 10 of these capsules or pills. And then maybe right after my workout or as my workout's winding down, I might take another five of them. Okay, And sometimes if I'm thinking I really hit it hard, I might take another four or five before I go to bed. So that's how I take it. All right, another partner I want to mention there is WHOOP. That's W-H-O-O-P.com. WHOOP is the most advanced activity tracker that I know of right now on the market. What it does is it's an always-on activity tracker. It's on my wrist right now. It stays on my wrist when I shower, when I go swimming, when I work out. Whatever I'm doing, it stays there. And What it does is it's measuring my heart. it's measuring my heart rate and my HRV and it's keeping track of my sleep, and it gives me a recovery score. So I I know how recovered my body is from day to day, and that determines how hard I'm going to train for that next day. So the WHOOP helps me to stay healthy and train hard when I should train hard, take the day off when I should take the day off, and even have kind of like medium or practice type days when I have, let's say, yellow or 50% recovery rather than going with the red or the green, the hard or the day off. So at whoop.com, that's whoop.com, you can get 100 bucks off by using the code Joe. And I might have forgotten to mention that with the Perfect Amino. If you go to allaroundjoe.com slash perfectamino, you can use the code Joe, and that will give you a discount as well. The last partner that I want to mention here, and then we'll get right into the podcast, is Inside Tracker. And I was just talking about Inside Tracker with a friend today. Inside Tracker is a company that essentially takes your blood work and correlates it with journals for nutrition. And if you have certain blood marker markers that are high or low, it will pull those specific journal articles and tell you. You don't have to read the journal articles. It will just give you a recommendation for the foods that you should be eating based off of your blood. This is the number one thing that I've done for my body, my health, my fitness in the last 10 years. And I understand that it might be scary to go and have your blood test done, but it only takes about five minutes and you get all of this data that is so beneficial for you. It is the number one thing. So if you want to feel better, have more energy, perform better, look better even, have a a chance of living longer, you should be going to insidetracker.com and using the code ALLAROUNDJOE to get yourself a discount. And you should be doing this about once every six months or if you are in bad shape, even more often than that. It's one of the, no, it is the main, one, it's one of the main reasons that I have been able to continue moving forward without having to guess. That's the thing. You're guessing otherwise unless you do this. So check out insidetracker.com. Use the code ALLAROUNDJOE. Get yourself tested and start improving your diet and nutrition and supplementation today. All right. Enough with that. Enough with the partners. But I do appreciate you guys listening to that because those, if you utilize those partners, it definitely helps me out and it's going to help you out a lot. I recommend that everybody utilize every partner that I am talking about. All Around Joe. Questions from listeners. So, first question comes in from Brady. Brady asks Is there such a thing as too much protein? And the answer to that, Brady, is you want to have as much protein as your body can utilize. And if you're doing tests, like for example the tests with Inside Tracker, you can tell if your body is getting enough protein or not. And what you might find is that you actually need less protein than your body needs. That's what I've found with myself and with all the people that I've worked with. I always start people off when they're creating a diet to go for one pound per gram of ideal body weight, okay? So if you weigh 200 pounds, but you only want to weigh 175 pounds, then you... You set up your protein at one gram per pound of body weight for ideal. So it'll be 175 grams of protein. What you will find, and what I have found, when you eat way more protein than your body needs so back in my bodybuilding days, I would get up to sometimes two times that amount of protein. And you'll find that your body is not digesting things properly. You'll notice this from how bad you smell all the time. You'll get lots of gas. And your body is, although it can break proteins into energy, you can have that happen where the protein, if your body needs it, utilizes that as, well, converts it into basically sugars in your body and utilizes it as energy, but it's not the most efficient process out there. So can you have too much protein? Yes, Brady, you can have too much protein. Can you get very scientific about it and figure out how much you actually need or if you're, you have enough? Yes, and if you use something like Inside Tracker, they're not going to tell you, oh, you need this exact amount of protein. They'll try and give you a, an amount or a range that you should be utilizing, but you could tell if you're having too much or too little protein based off of your blood markers. So that would be the best way of figuring out how much you should be actually having without having to guess. But if you're just going to go with the rule of thumb, go with one pound per or one gram per pound of ideal body weight and assuming that your body is digesting proteins properly, then you'd be good to go. Or if you're taking an amino acid supplement like the Perfect Amino, then you also don't need as much protein in your diet because the Perfect Amino is going to be giving you the building blocks for the essential amino acids that you need for each protein. So I'm eating less proteins than I might have per pound of body weight Because I'm supplementing with so many amino acids and still recovering like a maniac. Okay, tips for stopping or minimizing muscle soreness. There's plenty here, okay? So the first thing is some stuff that we've already talked about. If your nutrition is in place and it is set up around around your workout... For example, if you have amino acids flowing through your your blood before you work out, then you're going to have those building blocks ready to recover from tearing down your muscle tissue when you work out. So that's the number one. You have that preventative from the start. You also want to make sure that you have enough water. I recommend 0.75 ounces per pound of body weight. So you want to make sure that you have enough nutrition, enough water in there. But then let's say that we're talking about post Post workout, okay? How do you start to get that process of recovery in faster? Number one, when you get done with your workout, not necessarily before your workout, when you get done with your workout, you can utilize things like static stretching, okay? I do not recommend static stretching usually before workout, but after workout, it's a good way of helping your body to relax and you can lengthen those muscle tissues after they are warmed up and have blood flow in them, okay? also utilizing things like foam rolling or lacrosse lacrosse ball um, self-myofascial release is a technical term for it but essentially you're taking a foam roll or lacrosse ball you're putting on a part of the muscle that you had worked um, or that it might be potentially sore or that has some sort of adhesion built up in it and then you just kind of roll around in that area until you feel a release it's usually going to take uh, probably 30 seconds to a minute minimum to get that release for your body. But it's definitely going to be beneficial. Another tool that I utilize regularly that helps a lot post-workout, well, you can do this at any time, but post-workout's a great time because it will flush more blood, is the Voodoo Floss. That's V-O-O-D-O-O, Voodoo Floss. And you can just get that, you get two rolls for like 30 bucks on Amazon. And what you do is let's say that your wrist is something that you want to uh, recover faster. Actually, that's not a good example. Let's say that your, your shoulders, you just did a really tough CrossFit workout, tons of shoulders in it, and you know they're going to be really sore if you don't do something about it. So what you're going to do is you're going to have somebody wrap the, cross, the, the voodoo floss from your basically lower bicep all the way up as, as high as they can get onto your shoulder. And it's going to be pretty darn tight, okay? So they're pretty much getting it as tight as they can. Then you're going to move throughout a range of motion. So that could be arm circles. That could be, you know, no weights in your hand, but doing like a, a strict press type of movement. Uh, pretty much internal, external rotation. Whatever that may be, um, you don't. You just want to keep on moving, essentially. And what that's going to do is it's going to break it up anything that could have been there because of the muscle being pinned down. But it's also, when you hold it on, take it, when you have it on for two minutes, then you take it off, you're going to get a burst of fresh blood flow to that area. So it's going to help to get those new nutrients into that area that you just totally crushed and help it to recover faster. All right. The last thing that I'm going to talk about for muscle soreness is contrast therapy. So if you have the ability to, you can go and do contrast therapy which would be essentially the same or similar to the compression therapy of the voodoo floss but you what you're doing is you're having your body do it on its own so you hop into a cold bath let's say right and this works best if you have multiple of these bath stations close together so You can hop into a cold bath and then a hot bath, cold bath and hot bath. So you just spend enough time for your body to have your veins open up in the hot. Then you hop into the cold and then the veins constrict and then you hop back into the hot and the veins open up again, cold, hot, cold, hot. You can do that for several cycles and you don't need to actually be in each one of them for that long to get the added benefits of it, but it is going to be very beneficial for you if you utilize that, if you need to recover really quickly and eliminate muscle soreness or minimize muscle soreness. All right. If you have any questions about that, comments, concerns, you can hit me up at the show notes at allaroundjoe.com 103. That's allaroundjoe.com 103. Next up, cheat meals. Okay. When should you have them and when shouldn't you have them? So I like to utilize cheat meals. I think it's a it's a good thing for people to reward themselves for a job well done and to not only that but to give them uh, kind of like a rounded, you know, 80/20 rule type of thing. So 80% of the time you're going to do what you should be you should be eating and 20% of the time you have those cheat meals, okay? So how do you set this up? You set it up where I like, especially if there's somebody that's trying to either really push hard in their training. Actually, let's step back from that. If you're really trying to lose weight, okay, let's say that you're trying to lose weight. If, if you're trying to lose weight, I think that you should be having a really great diet all except for three hours once a week. Three hours. So during that three hour window, you can have whatever you want and you can have as much of it as you want. What that means is that you're going to have to eat very, very good. Let's say that you're going to do that on Saturday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and most of Saturday your diet's going to be on point. It's going to be totally directed towards losing that body fat and getting as lean and toned as you possibly can in a healthy way. Then for those three hours, let's say they're from 5 to 8 p.m. on Saturday, you can have whatever you want. You can go have a pizza, donuts, pie, whatever you feel like, but then when 8 p.m. hits, then you are going to go back to your regular diet slash nutrition plan. It's also the most beneficial to have your cheat meals after a hard workout. So if I'm going to have a cheat meal, then I'm usually going to set that up on a Saturday after having a long, hard workout that we have on Saturday. The other thing I want to talk about is let's say that you are a hard-charging athlete, but you are not necessarily concerned with losing body fat. Your performance is your number one goal. In that case, I've even seen having one to two cheat meals be effective and how that can work. Um, I've also seen it be more effective for males than females, so take that into account. I think it has to do with some of the hormonal balances, but it's always a little different from person to person. So you're going to have to kind of play this by ear and see how it works for you. So if I'm training really, really hard... I can have a cheat meal or a cheat window. Let's call it a cheat window on a Saturday. So, my training usually looks like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday's running, Friday, Saturday, Sunday's running or some sort of active recovery. So, on the tail end of those three really two or three really hard days, so on Wednesday night or on Saturday, I'm going to have a cheat window. And that could be, you know, like I said, it's usually going to be fairly small and it's like three hours because how much can you really pack into your body or even do you want to? Like if I go down, sit down, eat a whole large pizza, I don't want to see a pizza or any other food for that matter necessarily for another few days or weeks. So you could pull that off. And I have found that for some people, getting that large spike of extra calories is a huge boost to their recovery and to their performance. I've heard through reading uh, the Chasing Excellent, Excellence book by Ben Bergeron, which I highly recommend. It's a great book for anybody that's working out, does CrossFit, or just wants to live a healthier life. Highly recommend it. That's Chasing Excellence by Ben Bergeron. He talks about training Catherine David's daughter, who has been two-time fittest woman in the world, and how she only has cheat days, like, or even cheat meals, he may have said, like twice a year. Now, I don't, you know, if you really think that that is the most beneficial for you and you have the type of mind that's like, oh, if I have pizza on Saturday and that's my cheat meal, I'm going to crave it again on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. For most people, I haven't found that that's the case, but... I think that there's something to be said about having proper nutrition, eating the right foods, but maybe if you're in that particular position where you're trying to get to the CrossFit games, you're trying to get to regionals and things like that, you should have calorie spikes and not necessarily eat crappy food. So for example, if you go and have a whole bunch of dairy and it totally clogs up, it clogs you up, makes you mucousy. That's probably not a good thing to have for your training, but How bad is like bread going to be for you? I know if I do my inside tracker uh, blood work, it tells me to eat more bread. So that's a good thing for me. I still don't eat a whole whole ton of bread, but on a cheat day, I can go and have, you know, a loaf of bread and maybe my calories spike up to 5,000 instead of my regular 3,000. And is that such a bad thing? I don't think so. I think even if you're a hard-charging athlete, if you're trying to make it to the CrossFit Games, boosting up those particular days with added calories is going to do several things for you. I think it's going to increase your metabolism. I think it's going to help your recovery. I think it's going to be good for your mind. So I don't necessarily agree with this, having cheap meals like two times a year that and thinking that that's even beneficial for you if you're training really hard. And I think that your body also responds differently to different things at different times. So if you were to eat like, and I've tried this, you eat like pretty much chicken and oatmeal and I don't know, avocados for pretty much your whole diet, it might be good for you at first and you might see the results at first, but then your body tends to adapt to things and it's similar in workouts right so if you're doing a bunch of the same workout over and over again you might adapt for a certain period of time but then your body gets really good at it and and used to it. I kind of feel like I have that same sort of a thing with nutrition as well that you have to keep it somewhat varied and maybe even eating with the seasons right like what are the seasonal foods that are coming up at those particular times to get some sort of variation, because I find that even if I'm eating really good foods over and over and over again, I stop to see the results. Meaning that, like, I might not feel as energized, even if my body fat doesn't really change or my, you know, muscle mass doesn't really change. The energy levels and the way that I feel when I eat those particular foods tends to change. And I've heard about this before from people that do like uh, allergy tests. Right, if you eat eggs too often, sometimes you'll get gain an allergy. To it so I wonder if that's what could be happening and then why we need to have variation so I think that if you are one of these people that's trying to do be like one of the fittest people in the world you have to take that into account so you can't just have these particular meals that go over and over and over again I think cheat days do help with that I know that even when I was bodybuilding trying to get as lean as possible having the cheat days would I would feel more energized and actually to- tighten up after my cheat days So it's a weird thing to consider. But that being said, you get that three-hour window if you're trying to lose weight. If you're a hard-charging athlete, you should probably only have one cheat day or one cheat window still a week. But if you are doing multiple training sessions per day, you could probably get away with a couple of them just to get the calories up because it's hard to eat as much as you really need to be having if you're training that often. So I hope that was beneficial for answering the question there. And the last question that I think that I'm going to answer for today is going to be the best way to add active recovery to your workout week. Now, that's a good question, especially if you are the type of person that has your work and workout week completely packed. So you're a busy person. If that's the case and you're getting in your four to five workouts a week, but you need to have some sort of active recovery because it would be a good thing for you to do. Then you're gonna want to put things in that you could probably be multitasking with. And how, why do I say it? Or how do? What do I mean by that? Is like if you know that you're gonna be taking phone calls, for example. One thing that you could do is you could go on a walk and you could take those phone calls while you're walking. Because with active recovery, you just need to be utilizing your muscles so that they are continuing to add more blood flow through your body. And that will in turn get you more nutrients, flush out toxins, and will help you to recover faster. That's the idea behind active recovery. The more conventional active recovery is you'll go to the gym, but you may not work out, and you're going to sit on the bike or the rower for 20 to 40 minutes. So if you can do that, it's a great idea, a great way to help get your body to actively recover faster. Passive recovery would be like doing nothing, sitting around, sleeping, uh, napping, you know, not really doing anything, and you do need that as well. You know, it's not like active recovery is what you should always be doing, passive recovery is good too. But if you get those active recoveries in, you're going to active recovery with passive recovery is going to help you recover faster and get more results from your workouts. One thing that you can do also is let's say that you go to do your CrossFit workout, and the workout lasts you know 40 to 50 minutes, go sit on a bike. Or a rower, and I say that instead of running necessarily because running is more impact. A biker or a rower, you're not really having that impact on your joints. So you could do a run for it every once in a while. Just make sure that it's easy. Uh, but I wouldn't recommend doing the running all the time, the biking and the the walking And the rowing is going to be a better way of doing that. But let's say that you get done with your workout at 50 minutes. You can spend the last 10 minutes on the bike. And you can start your active recovery at that point right after your workout. So, for example, yesterday I did a workout. I actually did a couple of different workouts. And I had time to spare at the end. So I hopped on the bike for 20 minutes and just slowly rode the bike. All right. And after doing a whole bunch of lunges yesterday, which would usually make my quads and my butt really sore, I'm only a little bit sore. I'm not too bad at all, okay? So that little bit of recovery can be done right after your workout. It can be done on a completely different day. It can be done in the morning. It can be done during a walk while you're utilizing your phone or your email time. Or if you have the ability to have like a treadmill desk, that is a great way of continuing to have the active recovery and you'll probably end up burning a ton more calories than you than you would think. So if you need to lose weight, that is a great way of doing it. But you essentially just want to have your body moving through a range of motion. Okay, you could also do it with yoga. Yoga is a great active recovery tool. I guess it depends on what type of yoga, but if it's a more relaxing form of yoga that's continuing to move your body through positions, then that would be fantastic for active recovery. And you could pretty much do it if you wanted to almost every single day, although most people are going to tend to do it on their days off. If you can fit it in as often as possible, you're going to find that you have more, or you should say less, muscle soreness, you're going to get just feeling better because of that added blood flow on a regular basis. So I hope that was helpful. If you guys have any questions about any of those things that we've talked about, please drop them in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 103. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 103. And I actually only got through Let's see, one, two, three, four of the listener questions. So the next couple of podcasts that I do are going to probably be addressing more of these listener questions so that I can keep on answering the things that you guys want to hear about. Hope that's cool for you. If, Like I said, if you have any questions that you want to get answered on the All Around Joe podcast, head over to facebook.com slash Joe and just throw them onto my wall there and I'll be happy to get those guys answered for you. All right. So make sure that you check out my partner's Perfect Amino. Go to allaroundjoe.com slash perfectamino.com. Use the code Joe, and you will get yourself a discount. That is how I tend to recover with my supplementation the fastest. I track my activity and make sure my body is recovered by using whoop. That's w-h-o-o-p.com, and use the code Joe to get a hundred bucks off your whoop strap. Very cool stuff. And then Inside Tracker, the number one thing that I have used in the last 10 years to make sure that my body is getting exactly what it needs from a nutritional standpoint. It also will have some factors that will tell you if you are training too little or too much, which is very interesting. But head over to InsideTracker.com, use the code ALLAROUNDJOE to tell them I sent you and you'll get yourself a discount. I highly recommend it. I tell everybody in my circles to check that out. So I hope that you do as well. The All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.